Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 244, for Wednesday, January 7th, 2015. This is the BGG Page Views edition, a weekly look at trending games on Board Game Geek, based on the page views that each game's page receives within the Board Game Geek database. It's an idea of who is going to look at which games and therefore which ones are kind of uppermost in people's consciousness. BGG itself tracks this daily as the hotness along the left-hand side of the homepage, and uh, I have tabulated it week by week now for a couple of years, and we can see some harder data rather than just the sorting and the algorithm that BGG uses. I speculated last week that there might be some games that are getting boosted due to the Dice Tower year-end show, and I was wondering, well, is that really happening? Am I, am I imagining things? No, after this week, I'm fairly confident that's where a lot of the attention is coming from. There were big boosts for Aliens, uh, Legendary Alien, uh, Zaya, Castles of Mad King Ludwig, and a couple games in the top ten. So, well done, Tom, for having an impact on BGG itself. We have three new entries, and they fill in the bottom three spots. After 29 weeks away, over six months, returning at number 10 is Splendor by Mark Andre, published by Space Cowboys at 16,551. That's a 3,000 view increase, or 23% from last week. Debuting at number 9, Kobayakawa by Jun Sasaki, published by Iello at 16,684, a gap of 127 between itself and Splendor. That is a 77% increase from last week. This is a recently released bluffing and deduction microgame from yet another Japanese designer. And returning after 30 weeks away, at number 8, Eldritch Horror, by Corey Kaneska and Nikki Valens, published by Fantasy Flight Games at 16,735, a very narrow 51-view gap between Eldritch Horror and Kobayakawa. as a 23% gain from last week, though. It seems to have absorbed the views that had been going to its expansion, Mountains of Madness, which this week drops from number 10 to number 36. Climbing two spots to number seven, Android Netrunner by Richard Garfield and Lucas Litzinger, published by Fantasy Flight Games with 16,749, only a 14-view gap between Netrunner and Eldritch Horror, as a 7.3% gain. And also climbing two spots to number six, Seven Wonders by Antoine Boza, published by Repost Production with 16,901, a 5.7% gain. Looking at those games from 6 through 10, we see a gap of only 350 views spanning those five games. That is incredibly tight and very unusual. Uh, the number 11 game had something like 14,000 views, so there was a significant drop-off after number 10. And there was a significant drop-off to this group of games at 6 through 10. Those games are separated by 350 views. Games number 5 and 6 are separated by 6,000.
thousand. So a completely different class this week. Sliding one spot to number five is Dead of Winter by Isaac Vega and Jonathan Gilmore, published by Plaid Hat Games, which falls 15 views shy of 23,000 views, a 22% increase. That is the highest view total that Dead of Winter has had since August 13th, when it was at number one for its second week in a row. Sliding back a spot to number four, that is a one-position drop for two weeks in a row, Shadows of Brimstone by Jason C. Hill, published by Flying Frog Productions at 24,800, an 18% gain. Uh, This again is the version called City of the Ancients. The other base set, Swamps of Death, was number 53 for the week, with over 6,000 views. So if you added those 6,000 to these almost 25,000, 31,000 altogether for Shadows of Brimstone games. That would have been good enough for number three. Down one spot to number three is Terra Mystica by Jens Drogemuller and Helga Ostertag, published by Z-Man Games at 25,430, uh, beating out Shadows of Brimstone by 600. That is a 15% gain, another big one for this number two overall game, the ninth week out of ten that it has gained, and it resets its personal best number of views. Climbing three spots to number two is Twilight Struggle by Ananda Gupta and Jason Matthews, published by GMT Games with 46,000. 781 views. That is a gain of 162% from last week, and it is the ninth most views ever. It is also the highest total ever for a game that only came in number two for the week. Now, why in the world did Twilight Struggle manage to rocket to such a huge total? The simple answer Of course, it was already doing well, had 17,000-plus last week, but 46,000, as you know, if it's the ninth most ever, it puts it in a class above almost every other game. The reason is that the game, the website 538.com, which is Nate Silver's website, it's a statistics analysis site, does some sports, does some politics, and it did some board games, and centering on Twilight Struggle and describing the game and focusing on that game as the number one game on BGG. It talked about some of the uh, statistics and some of the rankings and how things are done on BGG. But because that was the focus and there was a link there, of course, that's where a lot of the traffic was driven, it would appear. Now, I don't know how well this is going to hold, though I would recommend you go read the article. It's pretty good. But at number one for the fourth consecutive week is Star Wars Imperial Assault by Corey Kaneska, Justin Kempinen, and Jonathan Ying, published by Fantasy Flight Games. Now, last week, it had the third most views ever. And I was saying I don't know exactly how it's going to drop off. It had lost 10% of its views last week. Other games that have had such lofty peaks like Pathfinder Adventure Card Game and Marvel Dice Masters, 
Uh, generally, we're losing double-digit percentages from one week to the next. By that token, it would seem uh, reasonable to suppose that Dice Masters would fall back to the 50,000 range. But it didn't. Last week's total was 57,169. This week, 57,116. 53 view drop for Imperial Assault. That means it now has the fourth most views ever, and still just ahead of Pathfinder's Week 2, which means the top 10 now consists of Imperial Assault four times, Marvel Dice Masters three times, Pathfinder Adventure Card Game two times, and Twilight Struggle now one. But the top five goes number five, Pathfinder, number four, Imperial Assault, number three, Imperial Assault, number two, Marvel Dice Masters, number one, Imperial Assault. So really an, a very impressive, it's a very impressive uh, performance that Imperial Assault is putting on here. And though I can't say that this is the most views ever, it's simply the most since I've been tracking, I kind of feel like it is the most ever. Yes, I know other games have gotten the attention of people. I know that Agricola was uber popular when it was first released, but I don't think there was as much traffic on the site. I mean, you can look at the number of games, number of times that a game has been rated, for example, and, and it really is just accelerating. A board Game Geek is growing, is the simple answer. And so I do believe that these high marks that are being set are all-time highs. They cert it's certainly a higher m amount of page views than we saw a year ago, and definitely more than two years ago. I don't see any reason to believe that it was a lull two years ago when 2012 was uh, some of the highest rated games you see on the site. So I think it's just more traffic to the site whether that means that Board Game Geek itself within the hobby is simply getting bigger, or whether that means the hobby itself is getting bigger, and that means that automatically BGG's percentage grows. I don't know. I suspect it's the latter, but I don't know. Anyway, uh, Imperial Assault is the fourth game ever to have four straight weeks at the top, and the sixth game overall to have four total weeks at the top. But that incredible hold of minus 0.1%. Uh, who knows what this game is capable of accomplishing? It's already close to a half million views, and it's only been on the chart here for about three months. We'll find out next week. I am very optimistic that tomorrow I will be able to post the top 100 games of the year, 2014, in page views, and uh, we'll see where Imperial Assault ranks on that with its late performance through the last quarter of the year. For Wednesday, January 7th, 2015.